Shalom Aleichem to everybody. I'd like to uh, talk about a topic and re- address a question that there is significant confusion about, and that is regarding the recitation of Yizkar. Yizkar, of course, is recited contemporarily, and as we'll see momentarily, for over a thousand years, four times a year. On Yom Kippur, the last day of Sukkot, Shemir the last day of Pesach, Achron Shal Pesach, and the second day of Shavuos, four times a year. Let us understand a little bit more about the history of the Halach and the Ashkafa behind the Yizkar. Not only is it timely, of course, as we approach Yom Kippurim, as well as Sukkot, but for other reasons as well, besides the fact that the Midrashim, which are the source of Yizkar, are both found in the end of Sefer Dvarim, in Parshas Shoftim, and in Parshas Kisetze. Let's start with the Sifri. In the end of Parshas Shoftim, discussing the Parsha of, of the Egla Rufa, a deceased body, a corpse that's found in between two cities, and the halacha is whichever city the corpse is found closest to is required to bring a korban. And when the korban is brought, the zikenim come forth and recite, Kaper la'amcha Yisrael, Kadosh Baruch you should be mechaper, you should atone for klal Yisrael, for the sin asher padisa. And on that, the Sifri says, Kaper le'amcha elu ha'chaim. Kadosh Baruch Hu should give atonement, should give kapar for those who are alive, for those who are responsible on some level for the death of this individual. Asher podisa, which you have redeemed, elu ha'meisim. That is referring to those who have deceased. Melamed shameisim tzrichim kapar. From here says the Sifri, the Medrash Halacha, and Torah's Kanim. And in Sefer Bamidbar, that we see from here that there's an absolute requirement for kapara, for mesim, the deceased, those who are no longer in Olah Mazah, require some level of kapara. And the Medrash Tanchuma in Parsha Hazazinu, Perik Aleph cites this, so, this source from the Sifri, and commenting on the Sifri, says the Medrash Tanchumi, Mikan Shachayim Apodim Esamesim. From here you see that those who are alive, those who are Bachayim, redeem those who are no longer alive, the deceased. Lekach Anu Noagim Lahaskir Esamesim Yamakipurim. From here we see a source that we are supposed to be maskir, we're supposed to recall those who are no longer alive when? Specifically on Yamakipurim. The lifsokalem tzaka, and in their merit we should give tzaka, and the giving of tzaka, uh, coupled with the haskara, which we refer to as yiskor, will be ma'ale the neshama. Shekain shanina b'taras this is what we saw in the Medrash. Is it possible from the time that one is deceased that stuck is not going to carry the day, that stuck is not going to be potent? Talmud Lomar Asher Padisa, the Torah tells us, which you have redeemed, Mikan Chiposkim, Tzaka Bishvilam. We give stuck in the merit of those who are deceased, and in the schus of that, indeed, there will be the ability for that individual who is no longer alive to for his neshama to be raised. Rabbein Bechai on these psukim, kaper le'amcha, in Parak Chafalaf, in chapter 21, the end of Sefer Shoftim writes, Lamadum Nizah, we see from here, Shahahekdeshel Shinoagim Achaim Lahagdishim Baramesim, Shiyeshlam Toelas Lamesim. You see that in this world, one is able to do something for those who are deceased. One could be ma'ala, the nesham of the deceased. And that's the reason, says Rabbeinu Mechaia, for Kaddish that one says for one's parent. And that's the reason why any bracha that a person says, says in the tzibur, or all of the different opportunities that exist to be ma'ala, the nesham are significant, are potent, carry weight, all based upon the, the Sifri, the Medrash Tanchuma, 
that we see Asher Padisa is a reference to those who are alive being pulled at the mace, uplifting the mace, being mal of the mace, and more than that, from here, the Medrash Tanchuma says that this is something specific and unique, Gafkat Yom and that is the purpose, and that is the point of Yisker. In the Sefer Kolbal Avelos, Rabbi Greenwald, in the first volume, in the latter pages of the entire first volume of the Sefer, he dedicates several pages to the halachas of Yisker, and here in the beginning, he mentions Ayin B'Sefer Chashmanoim Beis. Look in the Sefer Maccabees, and he writes there, Perik Yud Beis Shehuda Hamakabi Lakach Min Haom Al Paim Dar Kemonim Truma Lashem V'Shol Chom Liushalayim L'Hakim Mem Karbanos L'Chaper Al Nafshos Hachalolim Shenaflum B'Melchama. More, more Yehuda Maccabi already had this understanding of Yizkor that the commemoration of the deceased through giving staka this would be something of significant value to those who lost their lives in battle with Yehuda HaMakabi and the Chashmonaim. Take a look in Sefer Chashmonaim Beis, Parakir Beis, that this is the reason why Yehuda HaMakabi made a collection and he offered it to the Trumal HaShem, sent it to Yerushalayim, that with that money, Karbanos would be offered to be Mechaper Al Nafshos HaChalolim Shenaflum Al Mechamas. So certainly we have early sources in Midrashim that are very clear that there is an inyan of Yizkar, there is an inyan of being male, the mesim that's being pod of the mesim, as the Medrash points out, as the Sifri points out, and now as we see in Sefer Hamakabim as well. However, the Beis Yosef brings this Medrash Tanhuma and the Sifri Lahalacha in Hilchos Yom HaKippurim, which has been the day, as the Medrash Tanhuma points out, that has been designated specifically for Yizkar. And in Simen Tuf Reish Chaf Aleph, Sif Vav, the Beis Yosef quotes the Mordechai, and the Mordechai explains that the basis for our giving stock on Yom HaKippurim, donating money, and, and offering the opportunity to be no David stuck in Yom HaKippurim over HaMesim, says the Mordechai, that that custom ready in the times of the Rishonim comes from the Sifri, Shoftim, that it says in the parish of the Egra Halufa, Kaper Lamcha Yisrael Elochaim Asher Pediso Elamesim, Melamed Shamesim Tzrichim Kaparas. So the Mordechai quoted by the Beis Yosef cites directly from the Sifri that there is an Indian and there is an important element of being pod in the Mesim, and that takes place in Yom Kippur. More than that, the Beis Yosef quotes another Makor from the Rokeach. The Rokeach writes that the reason for being posted staka of Rahamesim and Yom HaKippurim has another Asmachta, based upon the Posukim in Parshas Tetzav, Shmos, Perik Lamed, Posuk Yud. Yom HaKippurim Achas Peshana. Yom HaKippurim comes once a year. The Samichle and the next words in the Pasagar Vinasnu Ish Kofer Nafshul Hashem. A person should give a Nidava, a person should give a Kofer Nefesh. A person should give an amount of tzedakah, b'schus, the nifter, and that is going to work as well. And the Beis Yosef explains that this, the fact that the person who is alive is giving money in honor of he or she who is deceased, is speaking to the fact that the mace, if the mace was alive, would have done that. Im also hames b'chaim hayinosin tzedakah, v'im hayani also hames achliba betov hayinosin im hayalo. 
So we see from here, from all these Makaros and the Midrashim and the Rishonim, that clearly there's a very, very important reason for Yisker and Yom HaKippurim. There's an important reason for not only to be maskir, the Nift on Yom Kippurim, but coupled with that is to be no Tzedakah. And this is exactly how it's paskind in Shulchan Aruch Hilchos Yom HaKippurim, Simen Tafresh Chafal of Sivav, No Guladu Tztakos B'Yom HaKippurim and the meaning is that we give tzedakah, we're no there tzedakah, we vow tzedakah to be given on Yom HaKippurim in honor of the deceased, and the Raman is gloss on Shulchan Aruch, commenting on the Ramah writes, Umaskir nishmosem, or maskir the neshamos yizkor, the hamesim gamyesh lahem kapar b'yom ha-kippurim. A nifter also needs some level of kapar on yom ha-kippurim. And the Ramah, quoting from Marivail, explains that that's the pshat in the Pasuk in the Torah. Why does the Torah refer to it as yom ha-kippurim? The Torah doesn't say yom kippur, but yom ha-kippurim in the plural. Marivail explains, quoted by the Dark Emotion, Simitofresh Chafalef, that yom ha-kippurim is mechapar on the mesim, and on the Chaim. And therefore, it's in the written in the plural in the double language. Thus, we understand very clearly the basis for Yizkor and Yizkor on Yom HaKippurim, as well as the fact that we give Tzedakah coupled with Askaras Neshama. So very, very important to recognize that it's not just Yizkor, you're being maskir the mace, but part and parcel, equivalent or maybe even more important, at least the way the Minig was in the Midrashim and the Rishonim, and the Mechaber states it clearly, Nagu The whole purpose actually is not to be maskir the mace. The purpose is that we give Tzedakah on Yom HaKippurim in honor and the merit of the mace. And once you do that, you mention the name of the person, the deceased, the one of the Shiva Krovim that you're referring to. The Minagiv Yiskar dates back, as noted, to the Drashim, to the Rishonim, and not only is it found in the Mordechai, but it's also in the Siddur of Rashi, it's also in the Machzer Vitri, it's also in the Shibali Lakit, it's also in the Orchus Chaim, as quoted by Rabbi Greenwald in the end of his Kolbo Sefer Velos, in the end of, of Chelek Aleph, page 402, 403. Thus, we see that this is a very, very ancient custom, an old custom. However, it also needs to be mentioned at the very same time that it's quite clear that there is a very strong correlation between Yom HaKippurim and Yizkar. And that correlation certainly speaks to the fact that Yom HaKippurim is a day of atonement and Yom HaKippurim is a day of Din. And therefore, as a result of the fact that it's a day of Din and it's a day of judgment and it's a day of atonement, what better day is there to be maskir the mace because says the Ramah when there is a Yizchah when you're maskir the deceased and those who are no longer certainly erases the value and understanding of Yom HaKippurim Nesane Tokev Kedusha Sayom Umiyamos and of course when that is noted. And when Yizkor is mentioned, the reality of what Yom Kippur is all about kicks in, and therefore it's quite clear that the minuk and the ancient custom of the recitation of Yizkor is something specific to Yom HaKippurim, and that's where it all begins. It begins with the Medrash Tanchuma, who notes very clearly that it's associated with Yom HaKippurim. The Mordechai quotes the Medrash Tanchuma, the Halacha, the Beis Yosef brings the Mordechai, the Shulchan Aruch quotes the Beis Yosef and the Mordechai, the Halacha, and therefore Yizkor seems to be something completely unique and specifically designated to 
Yom HaKippurim. So where is it indeed that it has been extended beyond Yom HaKippurim to Yom Tov Sheni, to Achron Shal Pesach, to Shmini Atzeres, to the second day of Shuas? What could the association between Yizkor and the Sholosh Regalim be? If it's something unique and specific to Yom HaKippurim as we've thus described, it is a day of Kapara, it's a day of Din, and therefore that's the reason why we're masking the Neshamas. It's a day where we're no there no Dev Tztakos, as the Pasuk says, and as the Torah defines. So where does it come from, and when did it begin? The Yizkor was also said on the Shalash Regalim. So yet again, we find a very early source, even for the Shalash Regalim and the Maharil. The Maharil in Seder Tfilas Chag writes at the end, Klalahu, there's a klal. Kol yom tov shikarmbo ish kemat nas yado maskire neshamos. Says the Maharil, the laning for yom tov sheni, for the last day of Pesach, for the last day of Sukkot, and for the second day of Shavuos is Aser Taser. And the last Pasuk that's recited in Aser Taser on each of those days is the Pasuk, Ish kemat nas yado Hashem asher And since we lay Nasser Taser, and since the last Pasuk that's recited on each of those days is Ish kemat nas yado, a person should give that which he is able to who? Mat nas yado, the custom developed and began to recite Haskaras Nishamos as well. And these three Yomim Tovim to associate this Pasuk, Ish Kemat the ability to be from the givers. And therefore, what better day to be able to be Maskir and Neshama and to be Nodev and Nodev Tzedaka than on these days when you note that we should be people who are nodrim v'nedavos. Indeed, this maharil is brought by the Lavush. The Lavush is in Hilchos Pesach, Simen Tavtsari. The Lavush brings this as well. And Hilchos Sukkis, and he writes, Mashim Askim Neshamos Biomachron de Pesach, and he brings us in Shuas as well as in Sukkis. Mishum Shirotzin lifts us Staka, we want to give Staka on the days of the Yamim Tovim. Mipreshe Karmbo Parshas Kola Bachor, Shiksuva Bo Ishkamatanas Yado. Vikavan Shiposkut Staka, Nagulitem Barvoras Karasan Ashamos, Shiyiz Karosa Melokim. So just like Yom HaKippur, where you see the Iker Minig was to give tzedakah, and once you're giving tzedakah, the tzedakah should be b'schus the niftar. The same thing is true when it comes to the Shal Shugalim, says the Lavosh, like the Maril. Once the Pasuk says, Ishkematanas Yado, and once you're giving tzedakah to be Mikhaim, now which the Torah says, you may as well give the tzedakah, and in the merit of the mitzvah of tzedakah, you'll be maskir the Neshamos, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us the same merit as well. Kach says the Lavosh, Maskirim Neshamas Bechol Aragolim, Biyom Shikarm Bokola Bechor. Uviyom Akipurim Maskirim Pneshu Yom Din, Afal Pishembar Kol Bokol Bechor. So we see going back already to the Mariel to the Lavosh, both in the 1300s, the 1400s, the 1500s, already the custom began to recite Yizkor four times a year, both on Yom HaKippurim, which is the old ancient minog of the Medrash recited, as well as from the Rishonim, as well as the Maril begins the custom, noting the custom, which clearly dated back earlier than the Maril, that Pesach, Shavuos, and Sokos, Achron Shal Pesach, Shmini Atzeres, and Yom Tov Sheni of Shavuos, and in Eretz Yisrael, Yom Tov Rishon of Shavuos, would be also days for However, I would like to suggest another reason that there's an association between Yom Kippur, Shmini Atzeres, Achron Shal Pesach, 
and Shavuos. Note, of course, the uniqueness of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a day of the Neshama. Yom Kippur is a day of Inui. Yom Kippur is a day where we are not doing anything physical. We are not associating with any mitzvah besides for being Ma'ana, being Tzom on Yom Kippur. It's a day of the Neshama, like the Torah quotes from the Pirkei de Rabbi Leezer, we're like Malachim on Yom Kippur. However, when it comes to the other Yom Tovim, we're not like a Malach. What we do is we engage in the physical world. What do we do? We sit in the sukkah, we take the Dalad Minim, we eat matzah, we don't eat chametz, we do all physical activities, we have the intermediaries, we have mitzvos. So it wouldn't be appropriate to recite the Yisker in days when there are mitzvos, because how are we going to be able to connect with the Nifter? How could we be maskier than Neshama when we are not a Neshama? However, Achron Shal Pesach, Shmini and Shavuos, there are no Maisa Mitzvos. As opposed to the first day of Sukkot, where you have first day and first days, and you have Chalamoyer, where there's a Mitzvah of the Alminim and Sukkah, Shmini is nothing. It's Shmini, it's Lamalam Teva. And the same thing is true about Achron Shal Pesach, there's no independent Mitzvah, besides that you can't eat Chametz. And the same thing is true with Shavuos, there is no Maisa Mitzvah. So therefore, not coincidentally, but bedafka, the three other days that we recite the Yisker throughout the year are the three days that are most similar to Yom Kippur, Achron, Shal Pesach, Shemini, Yatzeres, and Shavuos. Those are days where there is no Maisa Mitzvah. When there is no Maisa Mitzvah, there is no intermediary. And we are able to connect, connect to Kaddish Baruch and Shemini, Yatzeres, Achron, Shal Pesach, and Shavuos in and of itself and by ourselves without a Mitzvah, without a Maisa Mitzvah. So therefore, those are days of the Neshama. And when they're days of the neshama, the neshama of the chayim connect with the neshama of the mace. And therefore it's for that reason, that those are days and those are reasons that these three regalim, specifically those days of the three regalim are chosen to recite the iskar because they're really neshama dika yom tov, and they're not maisa mitzvah dika Yom Tov and the Mela, they're similar to Yom Kippurim, and therefore, as a result, that's what's recited. There's an interesting comment that Rabbi Greenwald makes in the Kobal Navelis on page 403, that he saw, he writes, to his chagrin, to his regret, in a journal called Hadoar, that somebody signs their name with Rav, and wanted to abolish Haskaras Neshamos, specifically on Yantav. Why would he want to do such a thing? He writes things that have no basis and no source. And he writes that there is no Makorn Chazal for Yisker for these three specific Yomim Tovim. Says Rabbi Greenwald, Tsar Lonumaod, Oivei, somebody could say such a thing. And this rabbi suggests that the reason to abolish it is because there's no Makor in Chazal, but more than that, Yatsaskarm Bev say them because people are going to drive to Shulan Yantav in order to, to say Yisker. And therefore, why should they drive in Yantu to do something that has no Makor and Chazal? Says Rabbi Greenwald, People cry, people tear, people offer money, and they give tzedakah. Regarding this rabbi, quote unquote, he should have been silent, he should have been quiet. They could abolish the tefillah, instead, he should teach people, they shouldn't drive to shul. But not to abolish Yizkor. So you see already that some understood that really the Iker Yizkor is Yom Kippur, and maybe there is no Makor on the Shalosh Regalim. 
But of course, as we've seen from the Mariel, the Lavush, and the other Gdole, Rishonim and Achronim, that already it was an ancient custom to recite it throughout the year, and that's the reason that we recite Yizkor four times during the year. Take a look in the Shach. All note the ancient custom that were masked This custom continued throughout Klali saw throughout the generations, as well as found in the Siddur Yaivitz, who brings that this was the minute. Every time you recite Ish Kematnas Yado, and therefore this minig is signed, sealed, and delivered, and there's an unquestioned and uncontested that it must be recited throughout these four days and equating Yom Kippur with the Shalash Ugalim. There are several questions that regularly come up regarding Yisker that should be addressed and are Kedai to be addressed. Two of the excellent quote-unquote contemporary but earlier sources where they compiled the halachas of Yiskor, both the Kobal Avels, which I have noted, toward the end of the first volume is page 401, 402, 403, and page 404 has a lot in collection of the halachas of Yiskor, also in the Sefer Gesher Chaim. Both of those Mukoros collect many, many of the classical halachas of Yisker. First thing that many wonder, question, ask is Yisker something that needs to be recited in Shul? Does it require a minion? And can in Yachid say it if the Yachid is unable to come to Shul? So there's no question that Yisker is not a Davish of Yisker does not require a minion. It does not require basic Nessus. But there is also no question that the power of the recitation of Yisker in Shul and with a minion is much more potent and much more significant. So therefore, of course, if somebody can and is able to come to shul, it's the right thing to do. People dafka come in order to recite Yisker. It's ma'orer. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, Pesach, Shuls, and Sukkot, the best thing to do if one is able, he should come to shul to recite Yisker in shul and with a tzibur. If one cannot, a person should never ever think that they shouldn't recite Yisker. A person shouldn't think that that Yisker is less equivalent and less potent, but of course it should be recited, it should be mentioned, and of course, as the Kobol Avelo says, a person should never in order to recite Yisker at the Minyan, that we understand that's unquestionable, that that's not something that should happen. Another question that has differences of opinion and a lot of confusion, and I'm asked about very regularly, is this, should a person recite Yisker during the first year of Avelis Toch Yud Beis Shana? Yud Beis Chodesh. So, indeed, you'll find Mekoros on either side of the coin, and you'll find those who say that not reciting Yisker during the first 12 months is a Menuk Shtus. It's something that has no basis and has no Mekor. Indeed, that is the position that the Kobol of Elis takes. Absolutely, Haskaras Neshama should be recited during Yud Beis Chodesh. It's the last paragraph in the entire first volume of his Sefer, page 404. In Lahaskir Neshama's Bashan Rishon, he was asked the question. He quotes the Sefer, Shukas Shalem, who minagra veno shum yisod, the how can somebody entertain the possibility of not reciting Yisker during the first 12 months it's dafka when the mace needs the greatest kapara he quotes then the Munkat Shirov in his Chamisha Ma'amaros writes the same thing there's no source for such a thing there's no good reason you can't reconcile how it could be that somebody should not recite Yisker for one of the Shiva Krovim 
as a result of a bee doing the first 12 months. He goes on and continues, says Rabbi Greenwald, that it's an absolutely important thing to do. He quotes from many other achronim and other sources that the meaning is lahaskir afilu pamrishon afilu regel absolutely should recite Yizkor during the first 12 months. However, in the Sefer Kitzur Shulchanach of Shlomo Gansfried, in Simon Kuf Lamid Gimel, Sif Chaf Aleph, he writes just the opposite, quoting from the Sefer Kerem Shlomo, Noagim says, Shabbatoch Shana Rishona Lamisa Sa'avo Eim Yotzei Gam Kemi Beis A person during the first year of Avelis, during the first Yud Beis Chodesh, the first 12 months, should not recite Yizkor, an explicit psak of the Rechon that it should not be recited, quoting the Sefer Kerem Shlomo, or Chaim Simetofrish Samaches, also quoting from the Shari Ephraim, Ephraim Zalman Magolius, Pischei Sharm, Shariyud, Oslam and Aleph. And there are different reasons for this minute. If you take a look in the Kerem Shlomo, inside the Kerem Shlomo explains, because reciting Yizkor, especially during the 12 months when a person just lost one of their loved ones, father, mother, son, daughter, sister, brother, spouse, a person is in a very difficult state, sadder than ever. And therefore we're concerned because Eina the deceased doesn't leave the heart until after 12 months. They're going to cry, they're going to tear, they're in such a bad state, such a difficult predicament during the first 12 months. It's an impossibility to be able to stay calm and to have equilibrium. And on Yontif of all days, and everybody's going to see and react, it's not the right time, it's not appropriate, and it should not be done. And therefore, that explains the Kerem Shlomo is the basis, the reason why Yud Beis Chodesh, and during the first 12 months, Yisker should not be recited for this very reason, as quoted by the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. It's also mentioned in Likute Marich, Seder Achron Shal Pesach, also in Orchus Chaim, of Spinko Tafresh Simches, also quotes this very same minig, and indeed this was the position of none other than the Chazanish. The Chazanish also took this position, quoted by the Stipler, Orchus Rabbeinu Chelik Beis, Amad Reishay, quoting, quoting the Chazanish, the Tama Yitzime Beis HaKnesses Mishum Ayin Hara, Vahacha, says the Chazanish, it's going to create a situation where a person is going to be very, very saddened and therefore says the Chazanish that it's not appropriate. So you see from a Katzen a on the one hand, a person should stay in during the Yerbeis Kodesh, on the, on the one hand, the mace needs the greatest kapara during that time, and it's a minag, uh, a tos, uh, and on the other hand, from the Chazanish, we see that it's pumfa kered, it's just the opposite. Other achron have some middle ground and say that the avil during Yudbi's Chodesh should stay inside but shouldn't recite it, but he doesn't have to go out, but Dafgan doesn't have to leave. Once we mention leaving, the minag is indeed to leave shul for Yiskor if a person is not reciting Yiskor. And that is both recite, is mentioned in the Ketzer Shulchan Aruch as well, who writes, Nogin, The meaning is to leave, and again, there are different reasons as to why one should leave. Either it's an Indian of Ayin Hara, I shouldn't be inside if others are uh, recognizing, commemorating the Nifter, it's not what should be done, and therefore it's going to cause an Ayin Hara, and therefore I should leave. Others say that it's also going to create some level of sadness, and a person is not going to be in a play, in a great 
great place. And therefore, also in the Sefer Kobol Avelis and Sif Chavtes, in page 403, he writes, And the Tami writes, is either because of Ayin Hara, or... It's going to cause other people to cry, and others explain the other reasons that it's creating a situation of losus kodesh. While some people are doing one thing and other people are doing another thing in the same shul, it's not something that should happen, and therefore another reason that person whose father, mother, sister, brother, uh, sibling, spouse are alive should not um, be in the shul while it's taking place. It is also important to note that there is a differences of opinion regarding whether or not Yisker should be recited on Yom Tov Shechal Some shuls do not recite Yisker when it's Shabbos, but of course, as noted by the postkim that we've mentioned, there is no reason not to be masculine in Hashem and Shabbos, just like we say Avarachamim in Shabbos, and just like even the Medishtan Chum himself mentions that there are early Makaras for the recitation of Avarachamim on Shabbos, which is what we do. That's also an element of Yisker being masculine, the mace. So Yisker should and can be recited the final note to make is that whatever amount of money somebody was no dave that stuck up make sure to make the payment ASAP somebody's trying to be maskier in neshama and then schus of the tzedakah that they're giving they donate a specific a certain amount of money and the money is not paid out that could only cause a greater problem that could only be a greater chil to the nifters of course a person should make sure to pay immediately ASAP as soon as possible for the amount that was asked so of course we have seen the makor for Yisker the early makors the medishan chuma the sifri the Mordechai, the Beis Yosef, all quoting the ancient minog of Yiskor, specifically to Yom HaKippurim, as we noted. It's a day of awe, it's a day of seriousness, it's a day of no jim nedavos, letztaka, or maskia, the neshamos, and Yom HaKippurim has a special association with Yiskor, as is paskin by the Shochnach and the Ramas, Metafresh, Chaf Aleph, Sevav. However, as noted by the Mariel and the Levush, we've extended the minog, all to the three regalim, to the last day of the three regalim, Achron Shal Pesach, Shemini Atzeres, as well as the last day of Shavuos, or the only day of Shavuos in Eretz Yisrael, either because the Pasuk Ish Kematanas Yado, or as we had suggested, that there is a correlation between each of those days of the three regalim, along with Yom HaKippurim, and at the same time, we had also noted the various different successful abilities that a person has to be Mala the Neshama, to be Maskir the Neshama, and of course, the importance of the correlation between Stuck in Yisker to make sure that that is the Yikr, the way that the Mechaber, the Ramar articulates it, the way that the Maril and the Levush articulate it, that really it's a mitzvah of Tzedakah in these days. Tshuva, Tshvila, Tzedakah, Mavir Nesra, Ish Kematnas Yadu should give Tzedakah on the Shalash Regalim. And Agav the Tzedakah, therefore, there also is an ability to be too be maskier than a shamas of the mace. And then the halachas, of course, a person who's unable to go to shul, is a yachin, should recite yiskar, a person, unless he doesn't have a minug to, uh, if a person has a minig, not a family minig, not to recite Yisker during the first year, of course that is a minig that's serious, that's a minig that carries weight, even though we saw some Achorim say it's a minig shtos, or Moshe Feinstein in Tshuva, and Yerodeh Chilagal writes, the person can do as he wishes, unless uh, he has some very serious minig not to, a person can choose to recite Yisker during the first 12 months, and that is a very valid thing to do, 
course, the minute Yisrael, everybody leaves shul during Yisker. Yisker is recited in Yom Tov, which falls on Shabbos, and of course, to make sure to pay the amount that was bidden at Yisker. Ezus Hashem Yisbarach, each in the Neshama Shenevan Aliyah, those who are here, those who are Bechaim, should take advantage of the opportunity to continue to fulfill the mitzvahs of Hashem, to be Zoha, to Tshuva Shleim Lefanecha, and on this year on Yom HaKippurim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be Mechachaper for the Chaim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be Mechachaper for the Mesim, and we should be Zoha, Lashon HaBa Yerushalayim.